Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com, the precious metal advisor, the uh, investor kit. you got to get it all when you get to the website. And uh, we'll talk in depth about uh, precious metals, natural fancy colored diamonds. want to remind you as well, for every $5,000 invested U.S. in an RSP account, like an RSP, a TFSA, an RBSP, stuff like that, you will receive one gram of gold. Uh, whenever you do that. Guys, let's uh, let's get underway. Kind of a week that was a recap. What happened in the last, uh, well, recently anyway, Darren? How are you, pal? Not too bad, John. Good, how you man. doing? Good. good. It was a good week. We had a lot of interest in gold in particular this week. I guess coming into September season, people getting back from holidays, we were officially into a new month. And August was strong, abnormally strong. Usually in the month of August, we see some rebound in the precious metals arena in July, in August tend to be travel months for everybody, especially here when we're doing the show. We tend to see a lot of people away, clients away, leaving messages saying they'll be out of country or at the cottage. And people are otherwise generally not too concerned about investments during the months of July and August. However, this year, we've had a really, really big turnaround in terms of pricing for both gold and silver. And we are now wrapping up one of the stronger summers in memory at Guildhall and heading into the strongest time of year seasonally for both gold and silver, which is September through February. Normally the summer months are the quiet part of the year, but this year, as I said, has been anything but. The price of gold is up about 9 to 10% since the beginning of June and silver is up over 18%. And if we use our hallmark signs of what inventories are doing, the ETFs, the exchange traded funds, which are the big inventory holders on paper of gold and silver, reached highs in July and August, not seen since 2009 the year after the collapse of uh, the famous Lehman Brothers and the launch of the so-called credit crisis that we've seen, I guess in our opinion, last ever since. But we've seen some of the stronger, uh, some of the strongest summer pricing we've seen in a long time, showing that the precious markets, um, you know, are it's a harbinger for things to come, in my opinion. So this is an exciting time. And again, welcome to those who took the time out of their day to get into these markets, to open up a registered RRSP or TFSA, to perhaps buy some gold and silver and put it into their storage uh, vault, perhaps even to take the product home. You're all uh, you're all very, very wise for doing so. And of course, welcome to Guildhall. We're glad to have you aboard. If you look now into the arena of uh, analysis for both gold and silver going into the September months, I'll give you a couple of examples of what people are forecasting. Credit Suisse, for example, forecast gold will be trading in the 1475 uh, range in the fourth quarter of 2016 and will most likely see around 1500 in the early part of 2017. Similarly, Deutsche Bank's commodity desk believes gold should be trading now in the 1700 range today based on the top four central bank's aggregate balance sheet expansion, some 300% in growth in total gold holdings since 2005. A large grouping of analysts compare stocks now with the market in 2007-2008 timeframe, and the primary reason for the deja vu is that all of the major indices once again appear to have been elevated in Fed-induced price bubble. Once again, as we were coming down to this show today, Jeremy and I were just discussing where the markets are at. Are we seeing the resurgence again of the same environment that led to a crash in 2008, 2009. And I got to tell you, the list of famous names that are warning of a severe correction is very long and grows by the week. And they include uh, Bill Gross of Janus Funds, Carl Icahn of, Ar- of Icon Enterprises, 
Um, you've got Robert Schiller from Yale, Russ Kusterich from BlackRock. You've got um, Jim Cramer, CNBC, or David Stockman. He's the former budget director. Stanley Druckenmiller of uh, Duquesne Capital, who went huge on gold earlier this year. And uh, Jacob Rothschilds of RIT Partners, which is a huge name, all predicting that the market right now is more than likely to correct. And those are just a few to note. I think right now what we see happening with a lot of people and what we're hearing from our clients and, and those interested in gold is that they're looking at their portfolios. There's no in, there's a, a very low interest rate environment. So unless you're in the market to borrow to go buy a house, you're, you can't just put your money in the bank and collect on savings. GICs aren't really returning anything, so now you have no choice but to go into the stock market. Well, what if your confidence in the stock market is waning? Stock market doesn't seem to be continuing to to reach new highs, and most people, again, that we speak to are are not really getting anywhere in the in the market. Now, that might not be everybody, but the fact is is that a lot of people are very concerned about the stock market. Darren, you just mentioned a whole slew of very very wealthy, smart people who have these concerns. And even this week, uh, former chairman of the Federal Reserve, Alan Greenspan, said that he is very pessimistic about the markets, which seems to go counter to what the Fed chair is saying today, which they're saying, oh, yeah, things are looking great. Maybe we'll raise rates. They've been saying that for a long time. But now you've got a former Fed chairman saying, no, the the economy is dead and economic growth is dead in the water. So you've got conflicting conflicting arguments here, but ultimately people are trying to become more defensive with their portfolio. They want to know that that they're not going to experience another 2008-like mm-hmm. crisis with their portfolio. It's not that long ago that people can remember losing 40% of their investments. And holding gold over the last 15 years, you're up over 300%. Nice. It's done its job. In 15 years, it's had three down years. Again, it's done its job. It's doing exactly what it's supposed to do, which is, number one, protect your wealth. It's not an investment. It's it's money. You're putting it into money where it's holding its wealth. And we'll talk about the different ways to get involved in that so that you make sure you really are protecting your wealth. And then secondly, it, it has given the growth. It has definitely protected against inflation. And if you believe inflation is anywhere north of 5%, Every five years, that's 25% loss in your purchasing power. So holding gold is a great method to protect and grow wealth. one 878 silver online. It's guildhallwealth.com, Darren. Well, again, when you look at the way things are shaping up, not only are we seeing weakness in most of the major sectors, or at least a less than satisfactory return to norm, But the headlines keep telling us and extending this belief that we're seeing a gradual return to what we would consider to be the average economic condition we're used to. And this is just not the reality. We don't advocate owning gold simply because tomorrow you might need to have bottled water in a nuclear bunker. 
we're not wearing tin on our heads or we're not wearing aluminum foil trying to communicate with the aliens. This is not what gold ownership is about. It's exactly the opposite. This is what prudent investment advice is being given around the world in terms of balanced portfolios, in terms of making sure you have an insurance policy above and beyond that which you would typically have in your portfolio in cash, stocks, and bonds to make certain you're protecting yourself in this environment. This might not last forever, and I certainly don't think that we're going to see uh, anybody here advocate not owning gold or silver over the long term, but ultimately at Guildhall, it couldn't be easier to do just this. If you want to get an account open at Guildhall, it's as simple as making a phone call in to get uh, excited and to get knowledge, knowledgeable about our products and the service that we offer. And this is the way to do it. If you want to take home your product, you have the choice of buying gold and silver in coin or bar form and taking it home with you today. If you'd like to store it using Guildhall services, we can set you up with an allocated, serialized and segregated depository account where you can visit your product and you can store and grow that product, buy and sell it on a telephone call. Or if you'd like to use a combination of taking home and storing, you might also want to vie for a registered account of some sort. You have the school year starting this week. Congratulations to all those parents that made it through the summer, which is I'm sure a majority of you. Your kids are back to school, which is probably a relief for some. And of course, you're thinking about their education as well. This is the time of year you want to start getting and sinking your teeth into RESPs. These are registered education savings plans, and these can help tax-free your son or daughter get through college, university. Owning gold and silver inside of that account is a very easy thing to do. We'd like to help you with that. But not only that, we're coming into the third and fourth quarter of the year, and you've got to start thinking about RRSPs and your tax-free savings accounts. Guildhall can help you with that as well. You can have gold, silver, or a combination of both metals in any of those registered accounts. So those are the ways we can do this. You can start by going to guildhallwealth.com and getting more information. You can call us directly at the office using the numbers that John hands out. And in the next segment, we're going to extend our discussion about the analysts that are talking about where the markets are going. And we're going to also discuss why September has been seasonally one of the best months, uh, the range from September to, uh, to February for gold and silver. So stay tuned. We'll be back shortly. The number one eight seven seven eight silver that uh, Darren mentioned, and it is guildhallwealth.com online. Real Money Show. Lots more coming right up on Talk Radio AM six forty. Back with more of the Real Money Show. Yeah, the number one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com. And if you're investing five thousand dollars US in an RSP account, which Darren mentioned the last segment, we'll expand on this one as well. Uh, you'll receive one gram of gold every time you do that. Some conditions apply. Go to the website for more details, Jeremy. So. We're always scanning around for for great articles that are out there giving alternative views to the rose-colored glass view coming from the Fed that everything is 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 uh, hunky dory and great. Here's an article with the title "Banks Getting Ready for an Economic Nuclear Winter." Now, what's the what's the purpose of that? Well, just to to read the first paragraph: weak corporate earnings, a banking crisis. And the Brexit vote are forcing banks to prepare for the worst case scenario in the second half of the year. According to CNBC, quoting a major lender, banks are, quote, preparing for an economic nuclear winter situation. Now, the article goes on to to present some very interesting information. 
compelling, actually, when you think about the fact that Deutsche Bank has lost almost 45%, Credit Suisse has lost 41%, and Royal Bank of Scotland went down 35% Jeez. in 2016. Now, just take those numbers and and put them against what's happened in the gold market and silver market just this year alone, where both metals are up over 20%, and you can start to see if the banks are worried about a crisis and other and the regular public are starting to worry about a crisis when are we going to start to prepare for such an event right. and how do you and even if you're wrong let's look at the other side of the equation what if there is no crisis well if things have been going great so far again gold in canadian dollars over the last 16 years is up over 319% we've had good times we've had bad times if supposedly things are great Gold's doing fantastic to have it in your portfolio. So by having even 10, 15% of physical metal in your portfolio is not only a hedge against potential looming crisis, crises that we're looking at today, or it's, again, it's a, a hard asset, it's in demand, it's in low supply, and prices continue to go up. But if you're going to truly protect your wealth, you need to have physical. You need to have product that you can have in your hand. They call that no counterparty risk. If if it's not in your hand, there is counterparties involved and that is where further risks can come into play. We 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 saw what happened with MF Global where people could not take delivery of their physical product and the the fund just the bank just collapsed. Our friend global author well-known analyst Gerald Salente. He he's talked he about the fact. He knows MF Global very well. Yeah, he's talked about the fact that when it imploded, he he lost a lot. So it's very important that you can hold it in your hand. With Guildhall, whether you buy it directly, whether you store it in a vault, or whether you store it in your registered account, in all situations, you can literally hold it in your hand. One eight seven seven eight silver the number to get started, and guildhallwealth.com anytime for more details. Well, listen, when it comes down to it, this is just common sense investing in this day and age. I'll throw at you a little statistic. The last time we had market weakness in 2007, 2008, that financial meltdown, it does provide a good case study for us to look back and see what would happen if we were diversified with just 30% gold in our portfolios. We had $100,000 in the US. This is in the US. Okay, I'm using US numbers. If we had invested in stocks and stocks only in November 2008, would have been worth about $68,000 by February of 2009, one year later. A $100,000 portfolio diversified with 30% gold would have been worth $91,000. Nice. So yes, you had some loss. The whole world saw losses. But the portfolio that had 30% gold in it was way better off, way better off than what the portfolio that only had stocks and bonds and cash in it was just one year later. Now, we're not suggesting by any means that the economic problems we're facing today will spiral us into the economic problems of tomorrow per se. We're simply suggesting that if you have an insurance policy, you won't have to worry about it. You'll sleep at night. And not only that, during this economic climate, you have the chance to see that portion of your portfolio grow dramatically. So when we're talking about the people who are standing behind this and saying, hey, these are the warning signs we saw in place in 2007, 2008, 2006, when the housing crisis started. These are the type of people who are now getting way out in front of this. And they might be two months early. They might be two weeks, two days. They might be two years early. But they're now saying, hey, listen, 
We're seeing the same things happen right now. And all of us are telling you that there are better ways to protect yourself in the event this occurs. Not only that, but a smart investor might make an investment in gold and silver and come out ahead on the other side. That's the best scenario of all. one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com. And one of the biggest differences, Darren, that between 2008 and today, it's back in 2008, precious metals were not viewed upon as a way to protect portfolios. And originally when the market started to come down, gold and silver did sell off initially, but then came roared back and, and really got strong over the next few years. I think the biggest difference, though, is that since 2008, central banks have been become net buyers of gold instead of net sellers of gold, which says any small hint of pressure in the markets or weakness in the markets will most likely be met with buying as opposed to selling. Now, it's true. Precious metals are very liquid. So there could be uh, a lot of choppy waters where investors are selling selling precious metals to cover other other things that can happen. And I know we're talking about a very specific scenario here. But one of the big arguments against precious metals is the cost, is the fact that it costs money to store the product and people don't want to take on all of these, these uh, fees. Of course, the big difference is, and I was having a spirited deba- debate with an advisor over the weekend regarding this, is that most in the in, most times in the investment world a lot of these fees are hidden management fees are hidden people don't pay attention to them it's very small print on your statement but if you were to realize that your if your portfolio happened to be down 20% and an investment firm is still taking their mm-hmm. 3 4% a year regardless of how you're doing it gives you food for thought and with precious metals yes there's a front end cost because you're literally buying a a fabricated product and averages for for the premium on that could be anywhere from 4 to 5%. But beyond that you're only paying 1.25% a year to store your product in the RSP as an example and no management fees. No management no 3% management fees based on the value of gold or silver doubling in a year and now you're paying 3% on top of the new price. Right. Right. So the idea here is that, yes, it's front loaded, but that's a one time cost to acquire the product. And then your actual ongoing is just one point two five percent in silver. That's something like 20 cent move in the market. Well, again, silver started off the year below sixteen dollars and we're trading right now just shy of 19. It's done again. It has done its job. We feel very strongly that it's going to continue to do its job. And it's not just us. And for anyone that that is questioning whether or not it might be something for them in their portfolio, join the Precious Metal Advisor. Sign up for the Precious Metal Advisor and read a few articles. Watch a video or two. Take five minutes to learn a little bit about what it means to hold hard assets in your portfolio. Darren mentioned going back to school. Don't you want to protect your portfolio for your kids? Isn't it worth looking into this market to see if it is for you? And look, it's not for everyone. Some people like what they're doing and it's working for them and they might be doing getting great returns and that's great. But for anyone that is concerned with what's happening in the markets that want to make sure that they're protecting their wealth, in our estimation, having physical hard assets is one of the 
best ways to do it and to do it with a physical hard asset like a precious metal, gold, silver, and even looking into natural fancy colored diamonds. one 877 silver guildhallwealthcom Remind your RSP, TFSA, RESP. You can use all those accounts uh, to invest in physical metals, Darren. Again, this is the time of year to do it, and Jeremy's right. Common sense dictates that you're going to have some due diligence when you're making an investment. Observe this statistic. Gold bullion averages biggest seasonal gains are in September, and that's from data over the past 20 years. Given the backdrop of one of the most uncertain macroeconomic, systemic, and geopolitical and monetary outlooks, both in the U.S. and the world over here, in Canada especially, we're likely to see gold do very well in its traditionally seasonally strong period. Possibly the most vitriolic, hateful, and divisive election in U.S. history is set to be witnessed, and this will likely lead to considerable volatility in markets ahead and should see the dollar, the U.S. dollar, that has come under a lot of pressure with the uncertainty about where the direction of the country is. The election date is on November the 8th. It's a Tuesday this year, and the spring and summer months frequently see seasonal weakness. But as I said in the first uh, part of the show, that didn't happen this year. We're seeing gold and silver advance, silver up 18% since June and gold up 9%. And on the year, silver is up almost 40% while gold is up uh, 25%. So these two metals are doing fantastic right now. And if you are looking to make smart decisions about your investment portfolio, a wise person would definitely want to consider holding physical gold and silver in your portfolio. How do you do this? It's simple. You give Guild Hall Wealth a call first off. Get information and get educated about what it is we do and how we do it and why it works. Secondly, know that you can take the product home. Jeremy was talking a little earlier about registered accounts and storage. If you choose not to have a registered account and you just like to take your product home with you, that's perfectly fine and we'll be happy to buy it back from you when the time comes. However, if you'd like to store that product because it's cumbersome or you're worried about security, let us send you out some information on both home storage and vaulting storage. We have a beautiful pamphlet. It was made by Jeremy in the office that details the ins and outs of home and vaulting storage. And if you'd like to take that a step further, you can have a combination of all of these, but you can also have a registered account. As Jeremy was saying, the option is there to have gold and silver in your RRSP, in your TFSA. These are accounts that if you don't know anything about or don't own them, you should. You should have an RSP. You should have a TFSA. These are definitely very good things to own and have as an investor. And if you already do have them, they're completely transferable. If you'd like to take a little portion of your RRSP that's with another institution and move that over to Guildhall with Questrade having some gold and silver in it, no problem. We can do that. If you want to take 10, 15% of your current holdings, your RSP holdings, no problem. You have a locked-in RSP, no problem. You have a spousal RSP, we can do that as well. You have a TFSA, you want to transfer it from one institution to another because it's already up and operating, no problem. We can do that as well. You have a lot of options when it comes to our registered accounts, and we're very glad to take part in helping you to do that every step of the way. You'll be very impressed with the type of customer service you get here at Guild Hall, and of course, we hold your hand every step of the way. So we're very happy about that. And when we get back, we're going to spend some time talking about colored diamonds. 
We're also going to venture into the fourth segment with a summary of what we discussed in the show today. And we're going to bring up some topics that might be a little more closer to home here in Canada as far as economic uncertainty is concerned and why to own gold and silver. And make sure you grab that Precious Metal Advisor authored by Darren every week. It's information you need. It's a good read. one 8778 silver is the number. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. Real Money Show continues. Talk radio, AM640. one silver And for the purpose of this segment, it's a good one. Guildhalldiamonds.com. Uh, Jeremy, you want to mention that you guys did an interview and you can check this out online just uh, recently, yeah? Yeah, we did an interview. It just got posted this week in Diamond Investing News, and uh, they wanted our take on what's happening in the color diamond market Excellent. right now. And uh, they asked some great questions. So it, we'll put it in our, our precious metal advisor this week. So again, you just have to go to guildhallwealth.com, register for the precious metal advisor, and you'll be able to read that article, or you can go on to Diamond Investing News. And uh, they asked all sorts of things. One of the most interesting questions, though, um, was they asked, what's a good, what should someone know about investing in diamond mines for colored diamonds? Wow. And of course, there are no colored diamond mines. So that's, you, you just can't invest in a colored diamond mine. That doesn't happen. So the only way to really be involved in the market is to literally own a colored diamond. Right. Because it's all, it's, it's, it's secondary mining of a white diamond mine. Yeah. Correct. And, and it, and then, of course, that was another question concerning mm-hmm. white diamonds. And this is a topic that's come up a lot. We did a, a seminar this past week. And just to demonstrate the rarity of a colored diamond versus a white diamond, what we did is we went online and we we showed uh, those that were attending all of the highest quality white diamonds that you could find online. So we looked up D quality, which mm-hmm. is the most white or most lack of color, internally flawless, around a one carat level to one to one point two five. So we kept it under the one point two five, and with very good cuts. Okay, and we did a whole variety of cuts. There was hundreds upon hundreds, <laughs> and then when we when we extended it out to include slightly lower clarities, but still what we would call eye clean. So when you go to a jewelry store, it's very important that they sell you a product that's what's considered eye clean. That means you can't see inclusions with the naked eye. Need a loop. You would need a loop. So that's VS2. Once we opened that up, we were looking at thousands. Now, even perfect diamonds that are D quality that you can find on any given day hundreds upon hundreds of these high quality diamonds, you start to realize that white diamonds, they are a luxury, but that doesn't mean they're rare. Think of any luxury item that you might own right now. Any big name brand that's a luxury item, you could probably buy, they probably have four or five of those stores in Toronto alone where we're recording the show, and then... They're, they're always in stock and you mm-hmm. could go anywhere in the world and they've got three or four stores. So how rare is that? Right. Whereas with a color diamond, it actually is rare. A vivid yellow, internally flawless. We might see five or six or seven of those a year. So imagine competing with the rest of the globe to try to acquire something like that. This is why people want to get involved in natural fancy color diamonds because if you purchase the right diamond, if you can acquire a diamond with the highest criteria, 
what you are getting is something incredibly rare. And the result of which is that the prices continue to move up all the time. The value of these diamonds increase every single year. So we were talking about getting involved in the market with the Diamond Investing News. A one carat fancy yellow internally flawless four years ago, one could have purchased that for 8500 maybe even $8,000 Canadian. Today, it's tough to buy one under 15000 in the last less than five years. This just demonstrates what, what these diamonds can do, and that's an entry-level diamond for most of our for most of our clientele. Yeah. one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhalldiamonds.com. Give me some details on the pinks. Where are we, those? So there are some great pinks that one could get involved in that would be considered, and I'm using air quotes here, uh, entry level, okay. where you could buy a, a very high quality pink that would be VS or even VVS clarity whether it's a fancy, and we're talking usually around the quarter carat mark, maybe 0.27, you have to find one, though. If you can find one, there'll be less than 30000 but you have to find one, and that's really the key here. Whenever we've been able to get one in the acquire one for, for our collection, it usually doesn't last very long because people see, okay, it's a pink, good clarity, uh, strong right. color, we want to get involved in that right away. So what a lot of people will do in this case is maybe buy the pink, put store that away, buy a yellow diamond, and put that into a, a jewelry setting so that they can enjoy the yellow over the years and the, the pink diamond is, is nicely tucked away. You talk about putting it away, and everyone you know, obviously wants to know how long do I put it away for till I start seeing some good returns on either a pink or a yellow. What do you suggest? So the, the larger the investment, the more rarity is being is being acquired and therefore the less time actually would have to be involved in that so for example if someone was buying a diamond in the quarter million level a couple of years that they hold on to it they could literally start to search for a buyer after that because the it's acquired the value already what we what we encourage our clients to do is to hold on to a diamond for at least five years to get a sense of the trajectory of the diamond so if you hold a diamond for five years, let's say you were holding that fancy and you paid 9000 and today it's selling for fourteen or fifteen, you have a sense. Okay, I can see on an ongoing basis what, I'm, what the trajectory of this diamond is and that can help you down the road decide, okay, what's my best length of time I should be holding it. It's great to get those returns. It's great to see those returns. And ultimately, we feel that the best position that an investor will find themselves in is, well, I know it keeps going up every year, so why would I want to sell it this year? Why wouldn't I want to keep holding on to it if it can keep going up? And therefore, you can prepare for long term. Okay, I, I'm going to prepare a couple of years in advance before I want to uh, liquidate the diamond or pass it on to another buyer. Larger diamonds, again, more expensive diamonds, you can decrease the time a fancy yellow, you might want to consider at least 10 years, but that first five years will give you a sense of where it's going to go. So I, I come to the point where I've had a diamond, say, as you say, 10, maybe 15 years. I want to resell it. I, where do I go? I'm not going to go to some laughing clown I see on TV, obviously. So uh, how, do I, how do I deal with it? Where do I go? Do you, guys, uh, do you guys facilitate that? We get phone calls weekly of someone who's purchased a diamond elsewhere and is looking to sell. And the first thing we usually ask is, 
tell us about the diamond. What what's the quality of the diamond? I have to say I've rarely, rarely come across someone who's purchased a diamond that has a similar quality to what Guildhall has. And so it makes it very difficult to say, to even want to take a look at the diamond. But ultimately, we we prioritize our, our clientele first. So we will sell diamonds for our own clients if the timing is, is right, where everyone can, can do well on the diamond. Sure. And the reason we do that is because it is difficult to acquire these diamonds. So it's great to have a client as a resource and be able to continue to sell the type of quality that we're used to at Guildhall. We want to continue to sell that. And so having clients want to, um, uh, you know, take care of the diamond, move it into the market and find a new buyer for it, we're more than helpful happy to help with that. Darren, last segment, you mentioned that a combination of doing a little bit of precious metal and maybe a diamond would be a good idea. How do you, how do you, how do you do that? Well, first off, you have to look at from a budget perspective. Does it fit? Does it make sense? If you've answered those questions and you've done a little bit of due diligence and looking into color diamonds and you found that they're right for you, then it's a very easy process. Take the budget that you're working with Look at the diamond range you can afford, and then whatever is left over, you put towards your precious metals investment. Hopefully, you can get a combination of something in the registered, something to take home or stored, and the diamond. That would be the best combination of all because using those registered accounts are absolutely the smartest decision that we could have if we're going to invest in precious metals. And of course, owning the color diamond with respect to uh, the gold and silver market is for many the same reasons you would own gold and silver to begin with. They work fundamentally the same, although you see a lot less volatility in the color diamond space. And of course, if you're a high-end investor and you're not interested in registered accounts, then holding bullion might be something you want to do overseas. We can do that as well as the color diamond. So those options are there for higher net worth individuals that want to invest in, uh, let's say, something approaching one carat in pinks or maybe in the red diamond uh, area. And of course, if you want to combination do a combination of all of these things, there's no better place to do it than Guild Hall. This is the new way of investing. It's a new approach, and of course, it all starts with a phone call. But if you want to get knowledgeable about color diamonds, start by going to the Guild Hall Diamonds website. Ask yourself a simple question: Is it is it a possibility that there is something out there in terms of investment that is doing really well that has a lot of people talking? that I know nothing about? And the answer is yes, 110,000% yes. Color diamonds is that arena that no or very few people know about. It does have color, it does have some pricing uh, barriers, but if you are in the market for good, solid, consistent returns year over year, and you wanna put something away, it's a milestone investment. You're looking at the future of your children's education. You're looking at buying a home long-term. There's a lot of things we can discuss in terms of milestones. And ultimately, this is really what you want to do if you're looking to truly diversify your overall portfolio. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver That's a number uh, Darren mentioned to get started and online to guildhallwealth.com. You want to see the collection, brilliant photography, guildhalldiamonds.com as well. We'll do a recap and get into some more things. Uh, stay tuned. Lots more of The Real Money Show coming right up. Talk Radio, AM640. one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Segment to go. Lots to talk about. Darren, take us home. Well, listen, we spent the first segment of this show today talking and discussing 
the September market for precious metals. And ultimately, we are looking at a market which has averaged some wonderful returns over the years. In fact, data proves that the last 20 years tells us September is one of the best months for investors to see returns. And here we are, given the backdrop of one of the most uncertain economic systemic and geopolitical monetary outlooks, both in the U.S. and the world over, especially here at home in Canada, we are again questioning where these economies are heading, what they're going to be doing, and what the data is really telling us. Because behind the scenes, adjustments are becoming the norm. Revisions are becoming the norm. The data we don't talk about or don't discuss discuss, and that does not make headline news is the data that's the most important to the investor. And that's the revision on home sales. It's the revision on construction spending. It's the revisions on the amount of productivity that we're experiencing in the marketplace. It's all of those things and more. It's quarterly revisions that happen more and more so every month. And of course, it's telling us that in the grand scheme of things, we'll frontline all of the data, try to make it as possible, uh, try to make it as good and uh, positive as possible but ultimately we'll revise it a month later and nobody's paying attention. So we don't really consider what the trends are. These are some of the reasons that we own gold in the physical form, silver in the physical form, and other precious metals along with colored diamonds. And we've talked about today how very intelligent economists out there and investors out there and very wealthy people, we talked about former chairman of the Federal Reserve, Alan Greenspan, saying that economic productivity is dead in the water. He couldn't be more pessimistic about the future of the economy. And this is a former Fed chairman. He has nothing to lose. He doesn't have to he doesn't have to give forward guidance the way the way Yellen does. And you're you're bang on. When you have when you have the Fed coming out and they, they give their forward guidance and then they redo all the all the numbers and you know you have you're you're left with well what's the real news here what's the real facts of the matter and i think people are getting fed up with it i think you can only cry wolf so many times in terms of interest rates and whatnot and having everyone buy into this narrative and we all have to hang on to it because less the 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 stock market go down and when did the stock market become the economy overall so you've got all these very smart people you were mentioning Druckenmiller and Rothschild and George Soros and all these others getting into gold you've got the banks in Europe that are very much in trouble all down double digits and you've got central banks continuing to buy gold and in fact there is even an article this week about how um, a lot of people or entities are taking gold out of the the New York Fed and and reacquiring their product. So look, this is not a this is we know that these aren't great times. It's times to get defensive about about your capital. And over over thousands of years, gold and silver have been money. They have been a store of wealth. And if you buy the actual real thing as opposed to paper, you are protecting your wealth. And if you look at the last 15, 16 years in precious metals, which we're going we're going back that distance because that's when after 2001, there was an expectation of inflation and you had the subprime collapse and you had all these other issues that we look at the performance over the last 10 years and we say, they've both done very well, over 200%, in some cases over 300% in different currencies. And where are we? We're at the bottom of the market here. In, in U.S. dollars, 
gold is down from 1900 to 1300 and down from a high of $48 to $20, and yet both are up over 20% this year. It's time to look into the market, get the Precious Metal Advisor, learn more about holding physical gold and silver, or reading some articles that offer some alternative. And if you're ready to get involved, look, at it, look into the RSP, look into holding physical precious metals in your RSP where it's fully allocated to you, or maybe just go online Get a silver combo, get a variety of bars and coins and take it home and, and look at the process and start to understand what the process is of acquiring a physical hard asset like gold and silver. one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Well, listen, if we're looking at the overall situation, I would avoid short-term speculation, especially as it relates to gold and silver. We should be investing for the long term and we should be using investment diversification diversification as the key fundamental concept in what we're trying to accomplish within our portfolios. Investors should, as ever, avoid attempting to time the market and consider geometrically cost averaging their gold bullion and silver bullion purchases when they're buying. This way, they protect themselves from market falls and also from buying again at much higher prices. And they also protect themselves from not owning gold and silver bullion, which is a risk in and of itself. So, there are a lot of bits that uh, bits and pieces that go into making these decisions. Let us help you with that process. We're here and it makes total sense in terms of helping yourself to get to that next level to involve a firm like Guild Hall that's been doing this since 2002 for their investors. Absolutely nothing has changed regarding the fundamentals driving the gold and silver markets. We're still watching, and I'm just working on finishing an updated article called Gold, Silver, and Common Sense Investing, in which I outline those four fundamentals, talking about the U.S. dollar and currency depreciation, talking about the threat of long-term inflation, talking about geopolitical instability, and, of course, the biggest thing, which is supply and demand. So stay tuned for that article. It's going to be launched and published again on probably numerous websites, and you can get to that free of charge through our Precious Metals Advisor. But when you look at the markets in the broad sense right now, those fundamentals that are driving these gold and silver markets have not changed. Janet Yellen, the Federal Reserve Chair, and her merry band of central bankers are continuing their very ultra-loose monetary policies. The money punch bowl is still overflowing and there's going to be one mother of all hangovers when this is said and done. And if you protect yourself, I think it's easy to get through. I think that at this stage, in this point in time, owning assets, especially hard assets like gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds is uh, among the smartest things that you as an investor can do. Whether or not you decide to take that next step is obviously up to you. But in terms of getting into this market, recognize one thing with Guildhall. It's all physical. It has to be stored. You have to pick it up, hold it. A 100-ounce bar of silver is 6.5 pounds. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't really provide a roof over your head. It doesn't pay dividends like other stocks. It's a pure investment insurance policy. And, of course, in times like this, we'll add a little bit of speculative flavor to your portfolio. Know what you need by seeking out that information, educating yourself. When you come to Guild Hall, you can take the product home simply by giving us a call. You can hold the product in a vault 
at our depository, being able to visit it, being able to buy and sell the product, add and take away from that product. And of course, you can use cross product. You can have silver and gold in the same vault. It's going to be allocated and segregated and you will get the bar numbers where possible, the serial numbers on the bars for you personally, and they will be yours and yours only. And then, of course, if you want to do a combination of all that and you have room within a registered account or a tax-free savings account, this is the time to do it. In a tax-free savings account, you can put up to $46,500 if you're over the age of 26 as of this year into that account. And whatever you make in returns, and let's just say I was an investor, I put in $46,500 in uh, January of this year, January the 1st, and I bought silver on the very first day of the year. I'm up over 40% gross on my investment already this year. What could you boast about in your portfolio that has gained that kind of amount in such a short period of time? And again, I, I remind the listening audience, we're not here for the short term, but at Guildhall, you can do that as well. This is the time we think about kids going back to school. The first show in the month of September, August is coming gone. This is the time to think about reestablishing the norms for your investment portfolio. Get into Guildhall and find out more about how to invest in physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. Starts with the phone call, one eight seven seven eight silver and guildhallwealth.com for lots more information. Look, I know it's hard to monitor your portfolio. I did it recently, and I know I've had some equity fund that has done nothing for me for several years. And even though I have a Questrade account, and I've got physical product in my in my Questrade account, I've been putting off moving that over because ultimately all I've had to do is say, okay, how much am I down on this particular equity? And if I move this over into physical silver, how much does silver have to move up? And the answer is not a lot. And I know where silver is. I know silver is very much undervalued right now. And I know we can wake up one morning and the price of silver is up a dollar. Even today, as we're taping this show, silver was down below 18, around 1850. And we wake up this morning, already it's up to 1890. So you know, I finally got off my derriere and did the transfer with Questrade and moved it over because be- prior to that, I just deposited funds, which is pretty a pretty straightforward transaction. When you have to transfer, um, actually, we u- I used Franca at, at our office. She made it very easy. But, um, you know, it's tough to look at your portfolio and say, okay, you know what, I'm going to do something about it. And this is an opportunity to do something about it, to hold physical product outside the banking system in an independent vault facility nice. where I can I get my serial numbers from a product that I'm holding. I get to go to the depository if I want and personally audit the product. This it, It's a no-brainer once you just get to your computer and decide, I'm going to make a decision here and, do, and move some of my portfolio into this to protect my wealth. And if you're down on some things, whether you're down 10% or 30% or even a little more, all you have to look at is how far can silver go? Can silver get to $40 in the next three, four years? That's all. That's all. That's all you have to look at. And if you're not sure, then please, we encourage you to subscribe to the Precious Metal Advisor on a weekly basis and read some alternative articles that talk about precious metals from the analysts out there, from people way smarter than us, what they think about the markets. And again, we talked about that today, all of the smart people out there who are saying that precious metals are going to go higher. So, you know, as as uh, LeVar Burton used to always say, don't take my word for it. Mm-hmm. You know, do your reading. And, you know, what's a half an hour of your time to learn about this and, and get involved? 
And lots of information out there indeed, guys. Good for another week. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver You mentioned the uh, Precious Metal Advisor. You can get that by going to guildhallwealth.com. And signing up for that, check out the Diamond Collection and start investing properly. Something new, something you haven't tried. Give it a shot. Real Money Show right here on Talk Radio, AM 640.